All right, what is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to The Sound of Dow. So today on the podcast, we're actually going to talk about something that a lot of you guys asked me to talk about, which is this rise in anti-Asian hate crimes that I'm sure you've been hearing a lot about. And I'm sure like, you might actually be kind of surprised that it's, it feels like the media has not covered this as much as you'd expect, right? Because the media loves to hop on instances of racism and constantly talk about race and racism all day. And yet you kind of hear about these anti-Asian hate crimes as sort of like a footnote, something that the media vaguely glosses over but doesn't really talk about or hasn't been reporting to any great level of detail and there's actually a reason for that there's basically two key reasons for that that i'm going to talk about and explain in this podcast and they really just center around the fact that the left does not actually kind of really like asian people and the left finds asian people to be inconvenient to most of their narratives and really that's the reason why they don't want to they they, they don't stick up for asians in the same way they stick up for other minority groups like they, they actually view asians as being closer to white people than they they do to other minorities. And we're going to talk about that. We're, we're, we're going to talk all about that. But quick disclaimer before I actually begin this video, this is not going to be some like cringe, generic, conservative, like why I as an Asian man do not support the Democrats. Let me tell you why Democrats are the real racist, speaking as a minority myself. Yeah, Trump 2020, like no, th this is not going to be one of those videos. This is actually the kind of, I, I want to insightfully analyze why the left really does not stick up for Asian people the same way they stick up for other minorities. And overall, why the left really just does not like Asians um, in general. And that sort of ties into and that explains the reason why you are not seeing the same type of coverage against these anti-Asian hate crimes that you see, you would expect from other minorities. So let's go over the two reasons why the, the anti-Asian hate crimes that are happening increasingly across America are not getting the type of coverage that you would expect from mainstream media. Okay, reason number one as to why the rise in anti-Asian hate crimes is not getting as much coverage from left-wing media as you would expect it to. Because the vast majority of these hate crimes are being committed by other minorities. That is not something that people want to see in general. That is especially not something that the media specifically wants to see in general. I mean, have you ever noticed, like, when they report on these anti-Asian hate crimes, they always leave things intentionally vague. Like, they just say, oh, hate crimes are up against Asians. Okay, next story, folks. They never actually go into, like, you, you see them report on these hate crimes. They never actually report on, like, who the suspect is. Very rarely do they. Like, I, I, I actually had a hard time... Like, like researching because I was trying to find like what type of people are committing these hate crimes. Nope, they, they keep it intentionally vague, okay? And I really can't wait to see the actual data on this because I know when the data comes out, I will be right and we will all be right. Although I bet you data on this will never actually be published because the academic elite does not want to publish uh, facts or stats that are, are, are not convenient to them. But that is the, the reality here. You, you look at, I, I mean, I, I looked through a long list of anti-Asian hate crimes to try to Google the headlines, Google ones that are being reported on, this and that. Every single time, without exception, the hate crime is committed by another minority from what I've found. Every single hate crime that I have found, that I've read into, and I've read into quite a few, have been committed by a black person, a Hispanic person, or a Middle Eastern person. I'm yet to find one single instance in which a white person is actually a person committing these hate crimes. And I'm sure there's a few. I'm, I'm sure there's some instances out there. But the point is, when you go down this list of hate crimes, it is a reality, is a sheer reality, that the vast majority of the actual hate crimes that are being committed or, or crimes in general, you know, against Asian people that are being painted or deemed as hate crimes are being by other minorities. And this is not something that the left-wing media wants to admit. You know, you know, they, they try to they try to gloss over it. They try to keep the language vague and try to keep the generic like anti-white, anti-racist narrative, woke narrative going around it. But when you actually look into this stuff, you find that the 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 facts, the reality of these cases simply do not 
meet this narrative. And to be totally fair to the mainstream media, I did manage to find one news article from NBC News that actually sort of reflects and report, concedes this fact honestly, that the vast majority of these crimes are being committed by other minorities. But then the article proceeds to go on and the whole center of the article explains why we should actually be careful about labeling the crimes against Asian Americans as hate crimes because of the fact that the majority of the offender, or as, as talked about in this article, the majority of the offenders of these hate crimes that they're talking about are actually black. So you got that, folks? We finally find an article from the mainstream media that admits that the majority of these hate crimes are being committed by other minorities, but then proceeds to say that because they are being committed by other minorities, we should be careful about labeling the hate crimes as hate crimes, okay? Read from the article itself. It says, while anti-Asian sentiment has risen markedly during the coronavirus pandemic, experts say it's important, okay guys, listen, it's it's important to evaluate each case individually. Of course, when, when white people do this type of stuff, they, they have no regard for examining each case individually. It's, it's immediately an anti-white narrative. It's all white people are racist, white people are the problem. But here, here you go when minorities are committing it. It's like, guys, we have to examine this individually. Don't, don't be so quick to label it, label it a hate crime. Meanwhile, anytime a white, literally any time a white person commits a crime against the minority, they immediately assume hate crime. Well, it's the exact opposite here when it's another minority committing a hate crime against another minority. It says they said both defendants of the both defendants and victims deserve a fair rather than a public trial, no matter what race they may be. They say, listen to this one. They emphasize that that that's particularly important if suspects are of color in the context in the context of a justice system that hasn't proven to be colorblind. Okay, and check this out. The article goes on to quote this little uh, this, this wonderful little academic elite over here, so-called expert on on the issue or something. He says uh, incorrect use of hate crime labeling can have a negative impact on either side on reinforcing the vicious stereotype of the natural black inclinations for crime and that were thugs michael eric dyson said and on the other hand alerting asian communities or heightening their awareness about their safety and security may be sending a false signal that there is a non-existent attempt on the part of some black communities to target asian brothers and sisters and listen in existing in a bubble, I suppose what they're saying is true because they're basically trying to say like don't don't stereotype and that that's absolutely true. But the thing is, you can so clearly see that they're only doing this because they are conceding that the that a lot of the hate crimes that are occurring are being committed by black people. Because you see someone like Mer Michael Eric Dyson is the same per type of person to write and, and, and to create blanket narratives and blanket statements about white people, if it is white people that, that are committing a hate crime, or even just one white person commits a hate crime against a black person, immediately it's like, oh, all this anti-white rhetoric, and, and, and yet you notice as soon as they, they realize, as soon as they, they, it kind of comes to their mind that it is other minorities that are committing these hate crimes against Asians, number one, th that's literally just totally smashes their narrative. First of all, completely smashes their narrative that only white people can be racist. Like, you literally have the, the farthest woke left. They straight up say that it is impossible for non-white people to be racist. Only white people can be racist because some nonsense about, well, you have to be in a position of power to commit racism, which is literally not the definition of racism. But regardless, they, they, they go on to try to say all this stuff. And the fact that you see so many hate crimes, the majority... 
of the Asian hate crimes being committed by other minorities completely smashes the narrative that non-white people can't be racist. It's straight up showing that racism committed by non-white individuals, by non-white people, is fully possible and, and, and actually happens in the United States. And that is not something they want to talk about. That's not something you want they, because it's all about uh, the anti-white narrative. It's like white people are, 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 are the cause of all the problems in society. White people are the source of all the racism. And it is impossible for, it, it is impossible for minorities to ever do anything wrong. What I notice they basically try to do, they, they basically try to set up the classic Marxist divide of class between bourgeois and pro proletariat, right, between the, the wealthy elite and the working class. I, but I've noticed from the left, like in, in recent years, has kind of realized that the whole working class versus elite class uh, sort of dichotomy doesn't work that well for them. And so now they basically turned it into a, a race war instead of a class war, right? It's white people up here. It's all the minorities down here. And yet it goes totally against their narrative when the people down here supposedly, right, the, the other minorities are, are – are, Getting into it with each other, you have other minorities attacking each other. Again, these are individuals, right? It is individuals committing these hate crimes. It is not groups committing these hate crimes. Yet, the we are the individualists, right? We are the people who see this as like individuals doing individually bad things. But considering the people in the media, you the people on the left who view the world as like groups, they they view this as a collectivist battle. Every everything's about like white versus black, rich versus poor. You notice. That they are, they're only individualists when the groups that are committing bad things or doing bad things are not, are not considered oppressed groups. They're not considered convenient groups, okay? And so there you go. Simply just reason number one. <laughs> okay, so for the second part of the video, like part two, I literally f forgot to turn up my mic on when I was recording this. And it was like nine minutes, and I just could not be asked to do it again because it was like totally freestyled off the top of my head. So, yeah, this is camera audio for this part. I mean, it's you can still understand what it's saying. I just wanted to explain why the audio was kind of echoey. And like I said, I'm not making some type of blanket statement about other minorities, but what I am saying is that if New York, if the people of New York City supposedly want to stop this stuff from happening, maybe stop marching against white nationalism when it is not clearly not white nationalists that are committing the vast majority of these crimes. Okay, it is clearly not supposedly racist Trump supporters from rural Alabama committing these crimes. The vast majority of these crimes are being committed by other minorities within the inner city. Okay, and, and you look at some of the the suspects of these crimes. It's like. Okay, I'm going to take it because, you know, you have a lot of blame on Trump's rhetoric to say, oh, see, Trump called a Chinese virus and here you go, all this hate crimes against Asians. And yet, it doesn't seem to me, I mean, maybe I'd be terribly wrong about this, but I'm going to take a wild guess, folks. I'm going to take a wild guess that the majority of these suspects are not exactly the biggest Trump supporters, okay? Just wild guess. Wild guess. I have no reason why I'm saying that, okay? Just, just wild guess as to why that just possibly may be. Reason number two, however... I think actually goes a little bit deeper. It's actually the fact that the left really does not like Asians that much, okay? Asians are not a, a, a minority group that is convenient to that sort of race war, oh, white people are holding you down, white people are pressing all the lower classes of races, quote unquote. Asians just don't, Asians just totally break the stereotype, right? You have the whole stereotype of like white privilege, like, oh, if, if you're white, uh, you know, they, white people are like more powerful in society and like they, they make more money in society and like, oh, if you have a, the whole thing about, oh, oh, you, if you have a white name, you're more likely to get a call back on a job and all this and that, right? And meanwhile, here you have the, the Asian people completely smashing this narrative that white people like are, are unfairly or unequally hold the, the, the control or the money or the wealth in society, right? 
because I'm sure you guys have all seen the famous stats. Asian people per capita are the richest uh, racial group, sorry, not ethnic group, racial group in the United States of America is Asian people. Asian people on average make around $80,000, like the, the age, average Asian household around $80,000. Meanwhile, I think the average for white people is somewhere around like 63,000, right? And then even if you're gonna break it down by ethnic group instead of by racial group, the richest ethnic group in the United States of America is Indian Americans at 122,000 on average uh, dollars a year. And that too, totally smashes the narrative. It's like Asian people are the wealthiest group of people in this country, not white people. And it, there's really no secret as to why when you look at like the academic performance of Asian people too, you know, you have a lot of people, you actually had a lot of people who, I don't know if you guys know this, but a big reason why they're trying to get rid of the SAT is because it's supposedly racist. Like the, the SAT is a racist test that discriminates against minorities. Like this is, this is a genuine thing that they're out here saying. And yet, meanwhile, it is not white kids on average who are scoring the highest on, SA, on the SAT. It is Asian kids, okay? It is Asian kids who are getting into the best colleges despite, you know, affirmative action working against them, but affirmative action works against them because Asians on average are the most successful group whether it's academic you know in, in terms of income you name it and it is true like oh we don't have a lot of CEOs we don't have a lot of representatives in the government but at the same time it is also true that we're only like what is it five six percent of the US population but you know overall Asians, there's a reason why they call Asians the model minority, you know, because they just don't fit the minority stereotype. It's because we're too successful. We are too successful to be labeled as oppressed. Like, it, you know, you look at the state of Asian Americans in this country and it's like, they don't look so oppressed to me. Like, look at look at how they're doing. I mean, they're like the, the most successful. They're the wealthiest. They're doing the best in school. And this is a reason why the left... The woke left that tries to make this race war increasingly wants to categorize Asians as more of being white than of being minorities, okay? Nothing to do with like our actual genetics or anything like that because we're clearly not white. I'm clearly not white. No, it's because Asians are successful. That, that's all it is. It, it really is kind of a racist narrative because they essentially believe that it, minorities are like destined to be not successful and uh, white people are destined to be successful. Like, huh, huh, what's up with that? What's up with the optics of that? Like, that, that seems a little bit strange to me. That's suspicious, right? But seriously, and this is, this is the reason why you guys might remember this story where a, a school district in Washington actually tried to count Asians as white people in their whole graph about like performance, uh, you know, about academic performance within their school district to, to try to basically show. And that's the thing. Asians are not, do not make their graphs look convenient. Every time you add Asians to that graph about academic performance in, in the school system or about income, whatever, Asians ruin the graph, right? They, they ruin it. They make it, they, they totally ruin the idea that like, oh, look, look, look at the white people. Look at versus, look at the minorities. And meanwhile, it's a minority beating them. And that, that's why in, in, in this graph of academic performance, which they were basically trying to use to rationalize, hey, look, the, the, the educational system in our district is unfairly, uh, is being unfair to minorities, they actually counted Asians as white people in that graph. So that way it's like, oh, Asians and whites up here on this line and then all the other minority groups down there. When it, Asians are clearly not white, right? And if you want to say it's about history, it's like Asians have not exactly had an easy history in this country. Sure, you know, black people obviously have had it worse, but I would actually argue that Asians probably face, when you really just look, look at the history, actually probably face a greater history of discrimination in this country than Hispanic Americans do. I mean, you know, Asians have not exactly had it easy. We, we they've, they've been discriminated against, like seriously. I mean, you have like, Chinese people who are basically slaves on the railroads. 
you know, they, the U.S. government even signed the Chinese Exclusion Act. Obviously, you have internment camps and all the discrimination around that. And long story short, I mean, it's not like Asians have exactly had it very easy in this country, and yet they break the narrative that like history is everything and that like, oh, past oppression is to explain for all differences now when it clearly is not. It clearly is not, okay? So overall, and, and by the way, this is not just true of Asians. I, I, the other group this is true of is Jews, right? Jews have faced quite a bit of discrimination, you know, in the United States of America. You know, they're not, not the most discriminated ethnic group in the history of our country, but quite a bit of discrimination. There's, there's been a lot of anti-Jew discrimination throughout the history of the United States. And yet, here you are. Asians, who who's at the top income-wise and, you know, stuff like that, academic everything. Jews and Asians are at the top, right? And that's why now they try to count Jews also as whites, right? Whereas Jews were traditionally discriminated against as not being white, but now that it's like, now that they're successful, they just throw them in in white. And I guess it's a little bit easier with Jews because they look white and most of, them, most of the Jews in America do have some type of European lineage. But with us, it's a little bit harder, right? It's a little bit harder to just lump us in as white because look at us, we're literally yellow. We're literally not white, we're literally yellow. But there you go, reason number two. So overall, the left just does not like Asians, okay? And that, that's why most of the, most of the, the, uh, the, the woke activism, most of those stupid slide posts you see on Instagram, it's always about, it's usually it's about blacks, sometimes about Hispanics, sometimes about Native American, or I, I think the new word they're supposed to use is indigenous. Very rarely do you see a lot of woke activism surrounding the Asian community. And Jews, by the way, and Jews. By the way, it's like Jews are actually have, are the number one target of hate crimes in America. Rarely ever see it, rarely ever see like, you know, victimization about it or, or, or woke activism, specifically because, again, we are the two groups in this country that are just not convenient to them. We're not convenient to them because we, we, we don't make it easy. To, we don't make the narrative easy. We don't make the graphs convenient that, oh, we're, we're oppressed and, you know, white privilege, all this and that. You know the deal. Yeah, so there you have it, guys. Sorry, uh, reason the whole segment of reason number two literally, like, did not have microphone audio. Like, I, that, that, that is my fault, okay? I really just could not be asked to record it again because it was, like, nine minutes long, all freestyled, and I was like, I, I just can't do this again. Like, this is no, I'm not doing that again. Okay, so sorry about that, guys. But anyways, long story short, that basically wraps this up. That is why the left will not talk honestly about these anti-Asian hate crimes. And, you know, I'm, I'm not here to say, like, well, obviously uh, it, it is bad that hate crimes are occurring and stuff like that. Like, yeah, obviously. But the reality is all I'm seeing this being used as is, is sort of as, like, a cheap political tool. Like, they, they try to, oh, the, look, white people bad, Trump bad, Chinese virus caused this word, Chinese calling it Chinese virus caused this. And when you really look at you really break this down, that's not what's happening here, okay? And that's what I wanted to be honest about. That's why, that's why the aspect of this I wanted to talk about. Obviously, yeah, hate crimes are bad. Yeah, it's, it's really unfortunate, okay? Like, yeah, okay, but we're, we're, we're talking honestly about the political implications of this stuff because they, they try to use every single crisis for the political implications. So I figured I'd, I'd just kind of throw the counter to it, okay? So anyways, guys, that'll wrap up this podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, be sure to like and subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify, be sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, be sure to uh, subscribe and give a five-star review. Anyways, guys, that'll do it here. Remember, leave a like and subscribe if you're on YouTube to join the Vince Dow Empire. And until next time, remember, alpha moves only. See you guys next time. Peace.